track My best friend's in a gun rack I'm a low life I owe everybody money I think racist jokes are funny I'm a low life I got a dirty mind A gutter mouth I'm making time I'm going out with your wife Cause I'm a low What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of the Low Life Motherfucking Chopper Podcast. Welcome to your motherfucking Friday, Low Lifes. Some of you guys, savvy customers, are already tuning into the live feed. You're getting this shit on Wednesday. But for the rest of you, happy Friday. We've got a huge episode. As you know, this is the 100th fucking episode of the Low Life Chopper Podcast. So... You know we got a big fucking giveaway to get to. We got a lot of shout-outs. We got some kicks in the dick coming up. So before we get into all that good stuff and tell you which one of you lowlifes is getting flown to the deadbeat retreat, along with Cam from Hypnic Jerk Customs, we got to kick it off the way we always do. We're- I like the motherfucking hype this week. Dude, I'm so hyped. I've been all day thinking about how great this fucking episode <laughs> is going to be. Kick it off with these motherfucking sponsors. First up, and while I'm doing this, I'm not going to be reading this because I can't be doing both. I'll talk to you guys in a minute. First up, we got Paco. 50 years strong in the game. They got your frames, exhausts, transmission components. You know it's my favorite. They've got a little bit of everything for your Harley. So if you want to check out what keeps you in business for 50 years, head on over to Paco.com or Paco Parts on Instagram. Next up, we got Chicken Fried Choppers, the man, the myth, the legend, a.k.a. Chicken Rick, the go-to spot for all your stickers, pins, patches, hoodies, and goodies. They got the Low Life merch. They got Old Man Motors handlebars. They got the Ton Motorcycle Magazine. They have everything under the sun. So head on over to chopshit.com or Chicken Fried Choppers on Instagram. Next up, we got Chop Cult. Seven years strong, Lisa's been holding it down over there. One of the best sites in the CHOP community. It is the hub, really. They've got forums for you to chat it up with other people working on their builds. Make yourself a build thread. Check out the classifieds to scoop those parts that you need. Scroll through the Brolodex. Find out who's riding around in your area. And, of course, check out the blog to see features on some of the dopest bikes from across the world. Next up, we got a new... Sponsor for the show, motherfucking Lucky Horseshoe Customs and Keebler Customs out of Colorado doing some of the sickest fab work. Everything you can imagine, industrial stuff, commercial projects, CNC cutting. They literally do everything. One-stop fabrication shop for businesses and bikes in the area. So if you are in Colorado or if you're not, you want to get some shit shipped your way, hit up. Lucky Horseshoe Customs or Keebler Customs on Instagram. And then last but not least, we got Custom Destruction, some of the dopest helmets in the game. Loctite's got himself one with the traditional low-life lining, the Hawaiian print. These shits are fantastic. It is a three-quarter helmet that's not going to make you look like a fucking doofus like most of them do. He does all custom work. Pick your color. Pick your lining color. Pick your lining material. 
He is a one-stop helmet shop. So hit up Custom Destruction. Wes is the longtime homie of the show. You guys probably know him from Riders on the Norm podcast. Now he's making custom helmets under the Custom Destruction name. So go check him out. I think that's it. Sorry, I suck right now. You should just stop doing what you're doing. I can. And get back into it. For, for you guys who weren't uh, who are listening to this on Friday, we're doing a live feed right now on Instagram. We were supposed to be doing it from Loctite's YouTube channel, but for whatever reason, they just know Loctite, so they shut it down before it even They're got like, started. Fuck this motherfucker. <laughs> they blocked that handle right away. So Loctite's trying to figure that out. <sighs> Fat Man Motors says he can't hear shit. What is this, two weeks ago on the podcast, bud? Come, come <laughs> turn your shit up. Turn your volume up. Who else we got in here? Lying ass. Seriously. Dewey Things is in this bitch. Steel City Blacksmithing, which, by the way, thank you for the shirts, homie. Sent over two shirts. That's one of the things I handed you in that bag, by the way. Oh, shit. Loctite's going home with his shirt today. And if Astro Man is listening... Your Ferro Fabrication t-shirt is also going home with Loctite because I figure you're going to be at the shop. So, scoop that thing up, bud. I haven't seen him in a long time. Uh-oh. Maybe we'll keep it here then. All right. Are you ready to stop doing that and start doing some of these motherfucking shout-outs? I can't do any shout-outs. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Which is why I was trying to get this. Whew. My life's fucked up today. Do you think by the 100th episode... We'd be fucking cleared and ready to go. Nah. Still trying to figure <laughs> it all not, out. It's not happening. You could shut down the live feed for the shout outs and then... People would be pissed. Boost that live feed right back up. Um, I'll just go off the top of my head. I know what's up. Actually, we're both going to have to go off the top of our head. Bastion Builds Bikes is also noticing my uh, Greasy Rich 2.0 haircut. <laughs> That's what's up, bud. Even slid in the DMs to throw the Richie Rich out there earlier this week. I still haven't seen the show or the movie or whatever the fuck it is. I hear it's nice. Well, let's see. So first up... There you go. Oh, shit. He's got to wait. Yeah, he'll still do shit like this. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you know what? It still shows up. Yeah. I'm just, uh... Scrolling through some motherfucking yeah, let me do shout-outs. Flip the camera. Money. We're in there. Okay. Uh, who do I have a shout-out for? What's that? I don't know. Do you have a shout-out? So I can think of what I was going to say. Boy, I don't. God. All my shit's frozen up. We're not to run. doing good today. Too many things off of one Wi-Fi. Um, I haven't really talked to anybody this week. I kind of been on the grind on my fucking build. Um, this is how it goes lately. Shout out to Fish Tank Whiskey. Got a got a deck to fix. Some kind of something that a forklift drives over. Some really? piece of aluminum, yeah. So we got some uh, new shit rolling into the shop tomorrow. Appreciate you thinking of me, homie. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, the pizza overlord is here. I figured this guy went to bed at 6 o'clock with how early he's getting up to post these memes every Friday. Seriously. Cooking that meme up right now, bud? 
<clears throat> We're back. <laughs> we got our technical difficulties. Yeah. Some serious fucking bullshit going on here. I think we're good to go, though. I think we'll be good for the rest of the episode. This is good. This is more than you've said the entire episode so far. So. Yeah, I've been struggling. So first of all, I'm a fucking <laughs> retard on a computer. And then, like, <laughs> trying to do it under pressure. I'm starting to get hot. I'm sweating. My face is getting fucking red. It's all on the live yeah. feed, too. It's so not good, yeah. <laughs> fucking bad. Uh, I think we're good to go now, though. All right. So first up. Let's give a quick shout out to Eric Barnes. Heard the discussions on last week's episode about cleaning up the handlebars on the Evo Big Twin. Sent over the physical uh, push button starter solenoid, which I just so happened to have ordered yesterday. So we're in there. That shit's going on. Everything's coming off those fucking bars. I appreciate you sending the part over, man. Uh, huge shout out to motherfucking Chicken Rick. Uh, literally been with us since the beginning. Yes. And has been pushing this giveaway like a motherfucker. Uh, so huge shout out to Chicken Fried Choppers. We appreciate the fuck out of you. Yes, indeed. Uh, shout out to, uh, motherfucking Jerry! Uh, talk to him. He's 100% coming to Deadbeat. He's picking up the Bible. Yes. He's already got the motherfucking tickets. So, I'm telling you, if you do not have tickets and you don't win tonight, you better get yourself some tickets. Because this is about to be the most banana show you've ever, ever been to in your life. You need to get your ass there. Let's see. Shout out to Kevin Barton. Oh, we got the fucking sound on on the phone. Shout out to Kevin Barton, a.k.a. Barton's Wrench, for being the motherfucking homie with all the fucking Harley knowledge that you could ask for. Up in Enfield, New Hampshire. So if you got a bike that needs assistance anywhere in the New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts area, that dude is a wealth of knowledge. Hit him up, or better yet, bring your fucking bike to him. Uh, shout out to... You want me to do another one in the meantime? Yeah, I literally just had it. Well, shout out to Caleb motherfucking Denton. For having the last real Evo. <laughs> Had a little talk about this man's soft tail. He's got a fucking badass soft tail I didn't even know about. Thought he just had uh, that other bike that he was building. And the ones he built before. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, if you, can't, if you can't afford one of the last real Harleys, you get one of the last real Evos. <laughs> I love that line. So, shout out to him. If you haven't checked out his... Uh, his other build, it's fucking bananas. So follow Caleb Denton on Instagram. Check it the fuck out. Uh, I believe this was the dude. Uh, Campfire Overland. That's the dude who sent the pictures of like the fucking jacked up taco trucks and shit. Yeah, yeah. The future Tacoma. Yeah. Shout out to him for uh, helping me convince Chris to put some bigger motherfucking tires on the taco. Yeah, the Overland guys are real fucking about it. Yeah, I can tell. I followed back as soon as I saw that name, Campfire Overland. I'm like, done. Didn't even check the page out. I like this man. <laughs> I know it's going to be good. Mm. Let's see. Let me switch up. we got too many different fucking accounts here. All right. Shout out to Dustin of Sleep. Making some fixes on the garage door handle. Welded that shit back together with some gorgeous little TIG dimes. I love when people send over their TIG projects. You know I love to see that shit. Dustin is crushing it out there. Shout out to you, homie. 
Um, I don't think I have many other shout-outs. Uh, shout-out to everybody in the Greasy Dozen for uh, getting everything done, even though everything fell apart. <laughs> so, yeah. shout-out to you motherfuckers. You're the real heroes. Yes, indeed. Let's see. Ka-chow. ka Shout out to everybody that came through with suggestions on uh, wheels. We mentioned on last... Was that last week's episode? I was looking for uh, spoked wheels for the fat boy and a ton of people fucking hit me up. And I appreciate all you guys. Oh, really? And shout out to all the people that sent me pictures of their foot clutch setups to give me ideas for how to build this one as well. Appreciate the fuck out of that. All right. Yeah, I don't have any more shout outs. Pretty light week, right? Been so focused. I've been been busy. On this goddamn giveaway. I haven't even thought about anything else. All right, I'm going to jump back into the live feed so we can see all these comments now. Everyone who made comments before I just jumped in here, I cannot see them. So that's unfortunate. All right. There we go. We're in there. So that's the shout outs. I think we're ready to roll into these kicks in the dick. Kicks in the dick. Boot in the motherfucking box. Kick in the dick. Kick in the dick or a boot in the box. Tired of your boss yelling at you because he's got a jacked up truck, a tiny dick, a wife he hates, two kids that don't listen to him? Let everybody know how you really fucking feel with this week's daily dose of hate. Kicking the dick, booting the box. All right, motherfuckers, we're back and we're ready for those kicks in the motherfucking dick. First up, we've got Uncle Charlie's Customs coming in, says, Kicking the dick to myself for forgetting my past two weeks worth of dick kicks. That is a struggle. We didn't do them last week. That's, this is the problem. If they don't happen every week, people just forget that anything bad happened to them. We got Robbie Campbell Tattoos, who, by the way, is the winner of the motherfucking hatchet, which we got right here. Hatchet coming your way, bud. All we need is a shipping address. So Robbie Campbell says, Gotta kick time zones in the dick. You boys are doing this at 4.30 in my state. I still gotta work. Fuck. Oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. It's a good point. Just keep the earbuds in, man. You still managed to write this kick in the dick, though, so I guess it didn't hinder you that much. I'm his tattoo artist, so. That's true. He's like, whoa, hold on. I got a comment real quick. Somebody's <laughs> like, can you, like, focus on this tattoo right now? <laughs> in a minute. In a minute. <clears throat> Gone Grizzly says, kicking the dick to local USPS for going on strike and holding my new two-wheel trash flake valve stems. Damn. I didn't know that local post offices could go on strike. I thought that had to... I thought it's like a federal system. Uh, I also thought that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this IRS branch is going to go on strike. (laughs) Just like, yeah, fuck the fact that we're part of a giant entity. Let's see. Uh, A little bit how you going? This is a very Australian name. It says, massive cock kick liftoff to COVID for pushing back all the chopper events in Australia. I thought COVID wasn't in Australia. Uh, I think it's everywhere. Fuck. 
Well, didn't we talk to fucking Hit McJerk and he was saying that it wasn't there? I don't know. I won't put words in the man's mouth, but hopefully it's not as bad for you guys as it was for us until we decided at like the snap of a finger that it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, we got Bastion Builds Bikes, the hardest name in the game to say. Lots of underscores, too. Very, very upsetting to read. Says, kick and grease his dick for not being a brazing expert. I did get God on this one. He asked me if I was if I had any brazing tips, and I said, absolutely, I do. And then I found out it wasn't TIG brazing. It's the kind of brazing you do with little tiny wires and a, a propane torch, and I don't know anything about that. God. <laughs> So I was like, actually, I can't help you at all. It's got to be the same. Yeah, I think so. Um, are you loaded up? I can see on the live feed you flying through web pages right now. Yeah, I or can't. Instagram, something. Because I'm on our Instagram account, so I can't pull up the live feed on this. Because technically, we're live. Oh, you know what I, mean? I see. Why don't you log into your Loctite's one through it there? It won't let me. <laughs> you forget that password? No, it just won't. When I put it on. Yep. It'll pull up the Instagram account, but it's like when I first started, it says zero followers, zero this. Uh-oh. <clears throat> I don't even have a fucking picture on it yet. Jesus. Something's fucked up. Well, we got Utter Scum. It says, got to kick brake fluid in the dick for shooting halfway across the garage and onto Top Greer's fuel tank. Oof. Doesn't that fucking chew paint up real quick? Yeah. You would think. Yikes. Let's see. Amen Savior, the maker of fine frames, <laughs> and also this Instagram account, says, kick in my caucus. My girlfriend kicked me out. Guess I'm crashing at the parents. Damn. It is tough times out there. You can crash that motherfucking deadbeat. There you go. Mm. My bread-flavored soda. We've got Bastion Builds Bikes. Just as hard to say, even the second time. Says double kick in my dick for trying to use propane to braze. It's also not how you spell braze, rather than map gas. I'm not sure exactly what the difference is. Uh, map gas burns way hotter. 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 Hotter with a U. Hotter. <laughs> you know, like sutter. <laughs> Gotta sutter it back it's together. Amish. Dewey things coming in hot in all caps. Says massive nuclear Hiroshima nuke kick in the dick to Xfinity. For taking a hot damn week to get my internet hooked up. Your mom should have swallowed, and I hope your company gets the Rona. Whoa. Damn. Get him. He mad mad. Now, what I want to know is why you're not getting a self-install kit and just plugging a router in. Xfinity doesn't have to come there. A router. Router. Dustin of Sleep says, Kicking the dick to my immune system for getting sick as a motherfucker and making me think I had the Rona. Took the test, and it was negative. Hell yeah. That is good news. We can't be having you get sick right before deadbeat and then Ashton bringing a Rona has out the there. Rana. Does he? I don't know. He was sick. Uh-oh. Sir Gary himself says, kicking the dick to Harley electrical problems. Shit's getting old, and I'm tired of pushing. What are you pushing? What's the problem? It could be anything. <laughs> Hit us with some details, and maybe somebody in here has the tip that you need. Let's see. Old Tugboat, the homie from Ohio. He doesn't live in Ohio, but we met in Ohio. Says Stone Cold kicking the dick to the XS 750 Big Bore kit. Because oh, it's a pain in the ass to tune. I've been through five sets of plugs. Wow. It shouldn't be that. that there's like so many people that have done that kit. Are you on XS650.com? Because if you're not, 
you're fucking up. There's and so many are you people. running one car or two? It's a good question. I recommend going to one. Hmm. A little bit how you going says, yeah, big restrictions still, almost no cases, but everything is postponed. Damn, we're rescuing Cam out of there just in time to bring him over to an equally Damn. difficult place. Uh, a dude named Ian says, kicking the dick to my FXR for everything breaking since I got it. I rode it one time in two months. Well, goddamn. Heard that. I haven't ridden my fucking Sportster since October. Fuck. <laughs> what broke on this FXR? Uh, who is Parker? With a lot of underscores in there. It could be any number. I won't even venture a guess. It says, kicking the dick. Rolling across Texas in my 98 degree, in 98 degree weather, and I think my AC in my pataka just shit the motherfucking bed. What is a pataka? I don't know what a pataka is, but what I do know is that you never roll down the highway with the AC on because you're going to get slow acceleration. Listen. Okay? <laughs> We've talked about it. I hope you're not hauling anything of consequence because it's not getting where it's got to go. This is clear evidence if I've ever seen it. You shouldn't be rolling with the AC on. It's just Literally too much strain on the you car. Rolling down the highway with the AC on. We turn that off real quick. That was that was a, a desperation move. We had a recorder going. We got Uncle Charlie's customs. Jesus, leave some slots for somebody else. Uncle Charlie says big old cooter kick to the Oriental chick who faked a pregnancy and then faked a miscarriage to win my buddy back. Wow. Nice try, Wendy. Fucking psychos out there. Jesus. <laughs> I wonder if Wendy's listening to the podcast. I doubt it. We know what you did, Wendy. Everybody knows, Wendy. Not cool, Nate Bev. Also, shout out to Nate Bev, longtime listener and supporter. Long time. I love that picture of Salad Fingers, by the way. It's the fucking 90s throwback if I've ever seen one. Your new profile picture there. Kicking the dick to... Kicking the dick... Was it 90s? Were you even alive in the 90s? Listen, I was born in 1990. <laughs> I saw the whole 90s. Um, <laughs> kicking the dick who never use their fucking turn signals. There's a lot of problems with this, the way this is written already, but we're going to truck through the rest of it. If you have them, use them. They actually tell people around you what you're about to fucking do. Dumb cunt yabbies. Why don't you mind your own business and stop worrying about what other people are trying to do? Just go where you're trying to go. Don't worry about them. <laughs> Jay Rosser Designs says, kicking the dick to my boss for making me work OT and late to my shop tonight. Going to be a late one, boys, but I got the live cast blasting in the shop. Loctite hasn't blown my speakers yet. Try harder. <sighs> terrible thing to say. I got you. Absolutely terrible thing to say. Uh, let's see. Dewey Thing says, it's a proven fact that PBR and Marbs kill Rona. That's a fact. That's why I'm still alive. This is true. Spin kick and all my friends' pussy flaps. Oh, Pizza Overlord. Forgot to say who this was. Spin kick and all my friends' pussy flaps for not deciding they want if they want to go to Deadbeat yet. And probably all just deciding no anyway. You need to get yourself some better friends. Yeah. This Especially is a since you're a fucking New Hampshire native. You're one of the chopper homies. How the hell do you still have friends that are not wanting to go to Deadbeat? I don't get it. This must be fishing people. Yeah, I'm, all, this I'm guy just going to say, it's fishing. all those fishing friends. Yeah. Tell your bass fishing buddies <laughs> that they got to fucking beat it. Okay? It's chopper oh. homies or fuck off. Okay, Uncle Charlie, I'm not reading this next one. This is crazy. You got too many in here. 
Let's see. Unless there's no other ones. Rhino Dick says, kick Loctite in the dick for making me question my sexuality with that sexy-ass ponytail. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> it's not a fucking ponytail. It's a unicorn tail, bitch. Oh, shit. Tell him. <laughs> Grumpy J says, kick in the old saggy sack to pigs creeping up on pals after smoking a bowl while playing Duck Duck Goose in a cemetery. Oh, shit. Whew. <sighs> Let's see. Full with wood says, broke down choppers, palm trees, and shower beers. Amen to that. Now where's Jerry? I thought Jerry was the king of the shower beer. Is Jerry not on the live feed? I haven't seen him write anything yet. If he is, Tony Nobra says, kick in the meat sock to all Florida cops and sheriffs. Man, it must be getting fucking wild down there. Tony, are you the one that had that uh, got evicted from the tattoo shop? Did you see this? This was floating around on Instagram. Somebody was passing this along. I don't know if that was you, Tony, but if it was, write back in and let me know. Um, Chopper Fisher. Kicking the dick to all the dumbasses that didn't hop on the Patreon this month, you sorry fuckers. Dumb motherfuckers. Seriously. For a dollar to jump into this? To maybe get flown across the country? Oh, win a hundred bucks? You'd be ridiculous to not jump in on that. Chopper Fisher says, also, I finally made it for a kick in the dick. I've been slacking. <laughs> well, we do these pretty late. It's 6.40 your time, so I hear that... Uh, We're crushing it this time. Yeah. We got Adventure of Jay. Says, kicking the dick to the tow truck driver. It nearly took me out at an intersection yesterday. That's you no good. better get the fuck out of the way. If you didn't know, tow truck drivers are motherfucking emergency vehicles. <laughs> Uncle Charlie says, kicking grease in the dick for cutting him off. You know, we did make it to the end, so now I'll go back and read it. He says, one last giant boot to the ball bag to Harley Davidson dealerships. Need a part for an old bike? Go fuck yourself. Pretty much. Yep, absolutely true. That's why you got to get on Chop Cole, scroll through those motherfucking classifieds, and tell Lisa that we sent you. I That's think fact. that pretty much wraps it up for what we got for kicks Good. in the dick. Let's run into the motherfucking Q&A. Now. Get into this motherfucking... Interview <laughs> with ourselves. <laughs> Welcome to the show, bud. <laughs> All right, let me get this. Thing. You got it pulled up there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. I don't. So why don't you? What the fuck? Kick us off. Who's the one behind now, Grace? <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> All right. I'm in here, and I'm, I'm ready. I've been this moment my whole life. Who do you got first? The maker of fine frames. Amen, Savior. Really? Yeah. This is going to be a shit show, because there's 55 of these, and they're in no particular order, apparently. Huh. My first one is S.J. Cooper. Tell you what. Let me go ahead, before we jump into more of these, and save this motherfucking file. We're back, motherfuckers. And I wish we're I could see what all the fine folks are saying over there. That's true. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not jumped in on that. So, oh, you know what? But I can be. Hang on. I'll pull this up over here. Oh, I already got it up. Fucking crushing it. Who do you have first? S.J. Cooper. Definitely not what I have first. Who do you got? Still unveiling more comments and more comments. Oh, maybe I'm reading the newest one, though. 
Yeah, you might have to click that plus sign, and that plus sign will push you back. Wow, I have like a hundred plus signs oh, to click. Okay, there is a plus sign. All right, I'm back in the live feed. We're good. Now we can read them. All right. I don't even know about the plus signs. So who you got first? Now you got Joey fucking Bricks Hold first. on, I'm still fucking hitting a thousand fucking plus signs. Oh, now who's behind? It felt so good to say it. it feels great now, even still. This is bullshit. <laughs> first I got Joey fucking Bricks. Yes, that's what I got too. Thank God. All right, so Joey fucking bricks. You, I've been doing all the reading. You read this one, okay? So Joey fucking bricks. He says, "Can you call yourself a builder if other people do ninety percent of the work for you?" So then I said, "Elaborate, motherfucker." And he says, "If you're building a bike, whether for a show or to improve your own abilities, and someone else or." other people are doing more than you are would you consider yourself a builder or claim your own shop I assume that means or claim that you are your own shop mm. so that last sentence is meaning uh, do you want to hear I've been talking you take it first and I'll weigh in if I have a disagreement you're not going to have a disagreement yeah I doubt it <laughs> um, so I don't know, I guess, like, I don't really know how to, I don't know how to answer this one. I have a different word for what I would call it, and... Because, like, you could be a builder, but work in a shop, and everybody is building a bike. I think that the question is more toward, like, if you want a chopper and you're hiring someone to do... All of the things. All the different oh, things. Oh, yeah. Then I would not consider yourself a builder. If somebody builds the bike for you, you're not a builder, per I se. I would say you, you would, you'd be the assembler and you'd be the, the creative director, if you want to call it that. The creative director. If you want That's to the really worst get... fucking chopper. <laughs> <laughs> but you're definitely not the builder. Yeah, I would say if you're not the one doing the footwork, if you're not building, nobody should be building 90% of the bike and then you calling it your bike. That's for sure. Other than you owning it. I can yeah. see, like, you building 90% of it and then, like, kind of like what I did. I built, I would say, 95% of my bike, but when it came to TIG welding the exhaust, I could have MIG welded it, but I wanted it to look nice, so I had grease TIG weld the exhaust. You know what I mean? Does that mean I'm not a builder because I didn't TIG weld the exhaust? I mean, I guess some people could say that, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I would say if it's the other way around, if people are doing 90% of the work for you and you're only doing 10% of it... I don't think you can call yourself a chopper builder, but who yeah, the fuck am I? And we've talked about this before, especially on things like the frame. Like, if you do all the work, but you have somebody else weld your hardtail on, I'd still consider you the builder. There's just like one or two things yeah. along the way that maybe you don't have the, the tooling to do. If I had somebody, I don't, I'm not a machinist, and I don't have a lathe, so if I had Loctite spin something up for me on a lathe, if I had Loctite shave my lowers, hmm. Sounds aggressive. Uh, then it would be that's a part of the build, yeah. But I can say so. The two things most people have, other people do: weld the hardtail frame, and either buy a harness or have somebody wire the bike for them. Some people just aren't good at fucking wiring. 
And I would still consider you the builder of that bike if somebody else wired it into the hardtail for you. Because you're still doing everything else. Like, if you're fabricating all your own tabs, you're fucking, like, uh, say you've been on a swing on bike, like, pushing the suspension back or making your own foot pegs or making your own bars, making your own seat, whatever the fuck you're doing. If you're doing 90% of the work, I still consider you a builder. Yeah. Same boat. That's definitely, and, and as far as claiming your own shop, definitely not. I mean, if, if well, I mean, that's doing... a fucking toss up too. Cause like, what if you don't build choppers? What if your maintenance garage? You know what I mean? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can't, you wouldn't be able to call yourself a builder, but you could still definitely have a shop. Like there's a fuckload of places that have shops that don't build motorcycles. Yeah. Dewey thing says, uh, See, I kind of like this, having the live feed. Yeah. And there's people can weigh in on this stuff. Dewey thinks, I feel like a good quote to sum up the builder topic is, I get by with a little help from my friends. And that's definitely true in the chop community. Yeah. We definitely throw things back and forth to each other depending on everybody's skill set. Because I mean, it could go any way. Because, like, compare, like, the average builder like myself or you to yeah. Christian Newman. Are we considered builders? They got to build his own fucking motor. Yeah. Like, literally cast motor parts. Pretty nuts. You know what I mean? So, it's like, not everybody can do everything. Um, I just think as long as you're doing majority of the work, you design the bike, you are doing all of the welding, unless it's you want TIG welding and you don't TIG weld, or whatever, then I consider you a builder. But if you're just not you're doing just anything. parts yeah. and just assembling them. Creative director. Yeah, creative director. So yeah, I don't I don't really know You're how much have to more start to hashtagging that on people now. Yeah. I don't know how to elaborate on that. That's all I can think of is like I feel like you know if you're a fucking builder or not. Yeah. I think that kind of sums that up. Give me one sec, I gotta close that door so we're not hearing this water running in the background the whole time. Is the next one that you have on here Miss Ginger Fox? It is indeed. Alright, so. She has a twofer, but we'll read one at a time. Uh, who has been the best slash worst guest? Hmm. So I'll start with, I don't want to say who the worst guest was, just because I'm not yeah. trying to shit in anybody's Cheerios. Yeah. But I'll say the worst kind of guest is the guest that we have to, like, pry information out of and, like, somebody that can't hold... A conversation. Yeah, that's the toughest thing for That's a the toughest part. Not saying I hate having those people on. It's just that is 100% the toughest part. Yeah, we've had some really talented people come on who have done incredible stuff that I wish I knew how to do. But just don't talk very much about the things right. they do. Which makes it really hard to do an interview. Um, so that that's what we I would definitely agree. That would be like worst type of guest. No, no particular person. As far as the best guest... Who do you got? Who's your favorite guest you, we've ever had? Oh, man. I have a toss-up. Yeah, there's so many good ones that... Uh, I'm ten off the top of my head because his builds inspired me so much and it was so exciting to get him on the show to, to dive deeper into some of that stuff. I would have to put Christian Newman up there because that process is just on a completely different level. The idea of never touching anything until you have the whole thing planned out and him detailing how he lays it all out. Just 
complete 180 from the way that I work. And it was super interesting to, to pry a little more into how he does what he does and how he approaches things. <clears throat> uh, so I have a toss up for two people. Uh, first one is Easy Company. Uh, just because that was one of the easiest episodes to record. No um, John is fucking hilarious. And it was like super easy to just like sit back and just like relax and have a good time doing it. So that was definitely one of my top ones. And the other one would be Jay Shire of Madhouse Motors. Um, sure. Just because her, her whole story is like super fucking inspirational to like a lot of people that heard it. Um, yeah, so those have got to be my top two. Other fun ones too. The one with the daiquiris. Mm. Was that that was Ryan? We had Ryan and right? Ryan and uh, Jace. Jace. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun. Yeah. That episode. was fucking funny. I would do another one of those in a heartbeat. Yeah. And what is her second question? Also, to add on to that, this is also by Miss Ginger Fox. Um, to add on to that, who would be your dream guest? Dream guest. You know who I love to talk to because I watch him a lot on other shows, and I think that he that he just seems like such an easy guy to talk to, and has done some super cool projects. Not all bikes, but definitely some cool bikes is in there. Is Danny from Counts Customs? That dude seems like the fucking man, like yeah. the coolest dude. That would be cool. I would love to hear. The shit he did before he had Counts Customs as an established shop, like just when he was building shit in his driveway or wherever he was building shit, because he's got cool bikes, he's got cool hot rods, everything. I would love to talk to that guy someday. Um, we got to try to get him on the show. Just fucking see if he'd do it, you know? Yeah, we could definitely try. That would be fucking... Dude, I watch that guy's show all the fucking time. We could definitely try. That'd be insane. Um... My dream guest would be the Pope of Welding. Ah, uh, yeah. Jesse James would be a hundred percent if I could pick one person. I just want because he's just so well rounded. He does guns. He does blacksmithing. He does. He built a like empire of choppers. You know what yeah. I mean? So he would definitely. And listen, Pope of Welding. I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Check the inbox, homie. I hit you up months ago. Did you? Yeah, I was gonna say because he did another podcast. Yeah. He did one that was like cringy. He did one that was recorded through a shoe. It was terrible. Down the hall. They used walkie-talkies like out of range. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. His information was fantastic, but that, yeah, I can't even remember what the podcast was, but it was, I think it was a blacksmith. I was going to say it was definitely a blacksmithing podcast. Yeah. Um, so if you do blacksmithing podcast, you got to do the chopper podcast. Listen, when I get invited to the Hand Bill Show next year. Grease and I are going to take a ride <laughs> out to Jesse James Ranch. <laughs> and we're going to record live with him. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Next year right. on the Low Life Chopper Podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that's a good one there. Next up, I got Old and Crusty Dead Things. What's the most fucked up drunk adventure you both have been on? Poof. There are a few that come to mind. Yeah, I don't have one that has to do with... My, well, my most fucked up one isn't on Choppers. So Which I don't know what is that. This? It's a drunk one, but I, I like had nothing to do with motorcycles. Gotcha. Uh, should I share that one or just like... Yeah, you can share that one. I was thinking of the, the Vermont one. 
It was about probably the last time I remember. And that's also not necessarily super bike related. Yeah. Um, you, why don't you dive into yours first? Okay. So my most fucked up drunk story. Uh, I was 16. Just dropped out of high school. And uh, me and two of my buddies, we used to always jump on the train and take the train out to Boston and skate down like the Boston Commons and all that shit. Um, found someone to get us a bunch of fucking alcohol. Got super fucked up, missed my train, ended up spending the night in Boston with two of my buddies, um, super drunk, ended up fighting a bum that got in a fist fight with a bum when I was 16, and it was pretty much just hell. I don't know how I didn't get PC that night. It was very, very bad, but yeah, got drunk, slept in fucking Boston Commons, and fought a bum when I was 16 skateboarding. <laughs> skateboarding will take you places, man. What's that, Dr. Seuss book? All the places you'll go? And oh, the bums you'll fight? <laughs> I would have to say, freshman year of college, I think, I came back. I was in my hometown, which is like in the middle of, it's called Farmington. It's in CT. There's nothing there. It's just like cornfields and a school. And a school. And a couple historic buildings. It's an old church. <laughs> yeah, so there's really nothing going on. So people just smoke weed. Or drink, and that was like all there was to do when you were back home where we're from. And one of my buddies got weed from this random dude in Hartford, which by the way, Hartford's like the, the inner city. Nobody buy, buys weed from Hartford. It was not a thing. But for whatever reason, he's like, yeah, I got, I got a great deal on an ounce from this guy in Hartford. And I'm like, let's see how this goes. So we smoked some weed. This is back when I smoked. And literally sat down in my buddy's backyard. We we're about to go to a party. We we're pre-gaming to go to the party. I smoked the weed. I lay down in the grass. All of the sounds in the yard, like all the, the bugs, the birds, everything going by was like playing in front of my eyes. Like my eyes were strings on a, on a guitar. And all of the sounds were like bonking off the strings. And I felt like I could see sound. Wow. And I was like, this is not good. Because, by the way, we're pre-gaming <laughs> for a party. So we have to go to a place. Now we have to get in a car and then show up at a house party. And I'm already dead seeing sound. Yeah. So not a good start, right? We get in the car. The whole time I'm like, I'm going to throw up. This is terrible. I'm like, I, I'm sitting in the middle because I didn't have the fucking wherewithal to disagree to it. We get to the party. And as we're about to walk in the door of the party, the guy opens the door. And I get, you know, when you look at the sun and then you look away and you get those sunspots. So he opens the door, says hello. And all of a sudden from the bottom of my eyes up, a complete layer of sunspots just starts rising to where I have till the top of my eyes before I can't see anymore. I run past him into the bathroom, shut off the lights, and I'm just sitting on the bathroom floor just wondering how this is going to play out, how the hell I'm going to get out of this house. I end up, after everybody walks away from the front door, I book it back out the front door and lay down in the grass, call my older brother, call Jeff, and I was like, <laughs> I think I'm dying. I need you to come get my body. I'm laying in this yard. <laughs> I need you to come pick me up. And then the last, that's pretty much the last thing I remember. I'm pretty sure that weed was laced with PCP. Oh, it sounds My like heart it. was beating out of my fucking chest. I've never felt like that from smoking weed. And that was the most, probably the most fucked up. Was that up. the last time you ever smoked? 
No, no, I smoked many times after that because <laughs> I make poor choices. But uh, that was the only time that I ever had such an insane reaction to it. And still to this day, I don't know what was in that weed, but we don't buy weed from Hartford anymore. Yeah. Uh, listen, so I've been telling people this giveaway is going down at 7 o'clock. It's now 7 o'clock. Oh. Should we do one more and then do the giveaway or just do the giveaway? Let's jump right into the giveaway. All right. We're doing the giveaway. All right. Let's see what we've got. It's giveaway time, motherfuckers. All right. Old Tugboat says PCP is fucked up, and yes, it absolutely is. Oh, you, Uncle Charlie says I don't think bum fights beats walking naked down the beach and puking in your own face latte. It might. All right. Let's see here. I can see my face. Oh shit. That's got to be fun, right? So, here's the way we do it. We don't hide anything here. You know, we don't do any weird shit. Let's just keep keep the camera over in this region so we don't get anybody's emails. All right. Let's see. So, we've got all of these people. Everybody's got a number next to their name. And, by the way, quick shout-out to all of you people who are putting your Instagram handles in your names. I appreciate it. You can see it's only some people. The rest of you guys just want to fuck with us, which is outrageous, but we appreciate it. So, we got everybody's name in here. Everybody's got a number. We got two through 116, and this is not the winner. Don't get fucking excited. We got two on the minimum, 116 on the maximum. Hold on. Okay. That's what we got. We're at, so, we got to remind people what this is about, right? Hold on. There it is. All right. <laughs> That's a weird view. <laughs> this is a good view, right? This is where you guys like to be. So, yes, Dewey Thing says good luck to everything, everyone. Good luck indeed. Here's the deal, guys. Please stop. This is outrageous. So, we're going to be doing a drawing. Here's the rules. Everybody who jumped in on the Patreon from $1 up to whatever you wanted to donate is eligible to win. What do you win? You win if you're coming from far away. We're going to buy your plane ticket to Deadbeat. And you're going to come early so you can party with us at the fucking Unicorn Ranch. So you're going to come in a day early. It's going to be a fucking banger there. And then you're going to come with us to Deadbeat Retreat. So your flight is completely covered. Now, a lot of people have been asking, because this is a show based in New England... There's a lot of people that are close, that have been supporters for a long time. We didn't want to leave you guys out in the rain or not include you in this. So, what Loctite came up with is, if you're close, and what we define as close is going to be New York to New Jersey, anywhere there and up, mm -hmm. there in, in toward Maine, you're going to get, if we pick you, you're going to get 100 bucks to be able to pay for your gas, Pay for your beer, pay for your deadbeat ticket, whatever you want. Cocaine. Cocaine. Whatever. That's right. We said it wouldn't be provided, but in this case, you could provide it with your funds. <laughs> you know, we're not going to check. We'll give you cash. So We don't need a receipt or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't expense it. Uh, so if we pick somebody close, we're going to give you 100 bucks, and then we're going to keep going. Okay? So if we pick somebody that's like in New Hampshire, 100 bucks goes to that person. Go enjoy it. We draw again. 
Okay? And we draw again, and then until we draw, until we get somebody that's far enough away. Hopefully we don't go broke, though. Yeah, we gotta, you know, if this gets out of control, we'll, we'll have to fucking square it away like that. But uh, that's, that's, the, that's the idea here. So. Let's get it. And remember, too, you're also going to be meeting Cam, because we're flying Cam out from fucking Oz. So he's coming over for this. He's going to be at the party at the Unicorn Ranch. We're going to have ourselves a banger of a time. So, are you motherfuckers ready? Hopefully. Uncle Charlie says Robbie Campbell's going to win. I promise we didn't, uh, we didn't stage it that way, but uh, Dewey thinks says, why are my nether bits tingly? I know. It's an exciting time. Hopefully whoever wins recording. is in this goddamn live feed. Yeah, if you're not in this live feed, my God. All right. The winner who's getting flown to the motherfucking deadbeat retreat is number 52. Number 52 is... Who do we got here? It's motherfucking Kristen Page, who is right next door. So, Kristen Page, congratulations. You're getting 100 bucks. Way too close. Way too close. She's in my garage all the time. She is not getting a flight. We're drawing again. Kristen, you're getting 100 bucks to buy us all cocaine for Deadbeat Retreat. Yeah, so Let's get go. It. Another fucking number. Don't get your cocaine from Hartford. Okay. <laughs> the actual winner of... The flight to Deadbeat Retreat is number 94. Number 94 is Jeremy Becker. I'm pretty sure this is Becker Build. The Becker Build. Right? The Pecker Build? The Becker Build. Wasn't this him? So here we go again, by the way. This is a great reminder of how when people... I got to leave the live feed now to go look this up. When people fucking don't put their Instagram handles, let's look up Becker. <clears throat> All right. Seeing Eye 94. Yep, and he's got 94 in there. Let's see. Where are... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Where are you located? We did not think that through. I thought it would be in his fucking profile, and it's Message not. him right now. All right, motherfuckers. Hang tight with us. Hear those furious fingers typing? So where you live, bitch? <laughs> where you live? Where do you live? Gotta let him know that this is crucial. We're live right now as we speak. All right, so while we wait on the result of this, we're going to try to gleam it from the posts. See if we can get... Oh, man, there are not a lot of posts. There's not much to go off of. Let's see. There's nothing, like, in the tag of, like, where he's at. Like, if you click on a picture, it doesn't say, like... You know how it says, like, in, blah, 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 up in the corner? Does not look like he does a lot of Instagramming. I'm not seeing... Let's see. Oh, he got something shipped from Lowbrow. Can we get a fucking tag on this one? Does anybody know Jeremy Becker? Seeing I 94 on Instagram that could message this man or call him on the phone right this moment. Ginger Fox says go to his motherfucking Facebook. 
Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> 87FXR says, Flying fucking Jesse James. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's pull up Jeremy Becker. All right, Cruz is working on this. Hopefully we can figure out where this dude lives at. Is that the same dog that I saw in here? Did I see a white dog in here? God, people, put your locations in your fucking profiles. I got one guy in Maine. This does not look like the person. There's no chopper pictures? No chopper pictures. I'm not seeing anything on Facebook that I could say definitively. Let's see. Photos. No chopper pictures. Probably not this guy. Fuck. Okay, so. I think what we're going to have to do is hang tight and wait a little bit on a response from Jeremy here. And if Jeremy is too close, we will stop and do another drawing. What do you think about that? <laughs> Everybody say this is rigged. Fake account, draw again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's nothing in his Patreon thing either. Oh, let me see. There's nothing about his location in his Patreon. Jeremy oh. Becker. You're killing us, bud. Somebody get a hold of Jeremy Becker. How does nobody know this motherfucker? Maybe he's a ghost. He's been with us for three months as a Patreon member. Robbie Campbell says, fuck, I really thought I had this one in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Campbell, don't forget to send us that address, bud, if you haven't already. We need to know where this tomahawk's going. Dewey thing says, I just flipped the 3,500 Cummins with my fucking bare hands and pissed on a fire hydrant. <laughs> God damn. This is a tough one. All right. Here's what we're going to do. This guy says, put 100 on the side for him and pull the next fucking number. <laughs> Listen, here's what we're going to do. We are going to continue reading and discussing the Q&A section. We will hopefully hear back from this motherfucker. Because we need to know tonight. So we'll see what happens. Fucking stay tuned. We're going to figure this out before the end of this episode. Jeremy motherfucking Becker. All right. People are flipping the fuck out right now. I don't blame them. I'm flipping the fuck out. Oh, Robbie Campbell just sent his address and shit. Perfect. All right. You ready to continue rocking and rolling? Yeah. Um, Tyler J. Petrie, motherfucking Littlefoot, he writes in and says, if you two could each do your oh, own... wait a minute. 
What was the rules? Whiskey says his IG name wasn't in there. Oh, I see. That's that is the rules. Yeah, it's what? supposed to be. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Fucking doing things. All right. Uh, Todd and Peachy says if you two could each do your own version of the US tour. Yes. Where would you go? Which points would be at the top of your list to hit in the few weeks you had to do it? So, for me, I would go, I would begin by going south. I would head down to North Carolina. I'd run, want to ride the uh, fucking, what is that, Blue Ridge Parkway? No, Tail of the Dragon. Yeah, Tail of the Dragon. Tail of the Dragon, yeah. yeah. I've always heard that that's fucking gorgeous out there. I also ben just there. love North Carolina. Have been you? there. Is it sick? It's pretty fucking ridiculous. That's awesome. So I would I would start there, continue down. I want to get to Florida and make it all the way down to Florida. Cruise around out there for a little bit. Got a couple uh, friends and family out there, and then I would want to see Texas. Texas. I mean, I've been to Texas before, but it just seems like beautiful fucking riding out there huge so you just shoot straight country. down the bottom of the country yeah kind of like hooking the loop going all the way through there yep love to spend some time out in texas um and then come scoot up up california ride highway uh route one that comes all the way up the coast mm-hmm. that would be fucking awesome i did get to do a little bit of that I didn't get to ride it but i did drive it when i was in california for a little bit and unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. It's like huge 300-foot cliff overlooking just blue water, like unbelievably clear water. It's nothing like the water, the beaches in the ocean that we have out here. Um, so I'd want to come up one and then got to get the Grand Canyon. Never seen it. God. i only seen pictures. I would have to see it at some point. As far as the middle of the country, I'd love to see Roswell too. Roswell, New Mexico. I want to see me some fucking aliens. That's not the middle of the country. Yeah, what's that? Down, New Mexico's like <laughs> bottom left, right? Yeah. So yeah. maybe I'd detour from Texas, then hit New Mexico, then California, and then I don't know where's cool in the middle of the fucking country. Mm-hmm. What, what are the sites out there? I mean, so if I was going to go, I would want to go like up through New York, pretty much like skirt Canada. Into and like dropping like Montana, Colorado, oh, ride Montana, like the mountains and shit. Awesome. Yeah, and then uh, same thing. Get out to California, ride the coast, and then pretty much do like a circle around the U.S. Yeah, uh, the middle of country. Listen, I'm not saying there's nothing good out there, but I'm it's sure corn. the corn looks cool. It's corn. We got corn in fucking New Hampshire. Yeah, um, but I definitely want to go from the top, skirt Canada into Montana, Colorado, into. California, ride the coast, and then down through Texas, um, that whole thing through like Louisiana, Florida, and then shoot right back up the East Coast. There you go. That would be my way for sure. I, f- I forgot Montana. I feel like Montana is the kind of place where you could ride past some buffalo and think about your life. You know, <laughs> just like a a very vast <laughs> expanse of of land. I don't know. I ha- I have a. Uh, Fond ideas of Montana. I don't know if it's really like what I think it is. Never been. Never even really seen pictures. I saw six over, though. I saw them ride past in Buffalo. I assume that was Montana. Where the fuck are Buffalo from? I mean, that could have been like All Yellowstone. The yeah. <laughs> it was oh, probably National Yellowstone. Yeah. That's right. I would like Yellowstone to Yellowstone would be dope to ride through. Yeah. Have to fight a Buffalo. 
That'd be kind of dope. Hang out with some elk. Whiskey Eye says, well, Rob says through Whiskey Eye's account, I've done your dream trip. This is Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Rob. <laughs> God damn it, Rob. Get your own podcast. Oh, wait. <laughs> Shout out to these two, by the way. Rob and Amy, the motherfucking homies, are on the Us Tour right now. No, they're, they're home. Gonna be, oh, they're back? They're home. So the fuck be, are you guys doing not here on this episode? They they got in late Sunday night, so it didn't make sense oh, for them to leave Jesus. New York again and come here. You run um, all the way around the country, right up here. But they will be on the weekend, I mean the week after 4th of July weekend. We're going to record them Friday, by the way. I forgot nice. to tell you that. On the 3rd. Hopefully you're not busy. Yikes. Yeah, we're going to have to check. <laughs> but yeah, that would be... The Dream Trip, they are coming, they're back now from their US tour, so you're going to hear the conclusion to whether or not Montana will make you reconsider your life and look at Buffalo in a few weeks. Alrighty. Is this between us? This Jim Morgan one? I'm not sure what I'm reading here. Yeah, I'm not sure. I have no idea. It says, who would win in a scrap? I have my favorite, but I'm curious about your arguments. But he doesn't put what two people he's talking about. Jim Morgan, you on here? Clarify this. We'll come Jim back Morgan, to this one. Jim Morgan, you fucking drunk bastard. Yeah. Which of these two things is better? I forgot to list them, but I'm curious to hear you see your point on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Quat said... Quat 13, excuse me, says... What got you guys into metalworking, and where did the passion for wrenching come from? This is a good one. Um, so I'm going to start backwards. Um, my passion for wrenching came from always wrenching on cars with my dad. Um, he actually has pictures of me at like a year old sitting in the engine bay of his Nova while he was fucking wrenching on the motor. So, naturally, nice. I've just been wrenching my entire life. Hood babies. Yeah, hood babies for fucking days. I actually ran my dad over in that Nova, by the way. Um, <laughs> Sick. Yeah, so, I, I don't know if it was that same day or not, but he built the whole motor in the Nova. And then, one day, he set me inside of the car, and he was under the hood adjusting the carburetors. Yep. And once he fucking throttled up with the butterfly, I just hit the stick shift down. And put it right in drive. So he's holding the fucking thing, like, whomping it back and forth. And I kick it in the drive. And fucking... Jesus. He just flew under the hood. The hood shut on top of him. And I just fucking sent it right through my grandmother's yard. Hit a tree. Thankfully, it didn't pin my dad. I hit the left side of the car up against the tree. My dad was in the middle. Oh so I almost God, pinned my dude. dad's legs right up against the tree when I was, like... I think I was, like, two or three years old. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think your dad walked away from that, too. Yeah, he was not fucking happy, I can tell you that. And then um, the whole metalworking thing, so I don't, like, I don't call myself a metalworker because I can't shape metal. I just don't fucking know how, but yeah. I guess for, like, the welding and making my own shit out of metal, uh came from being a cheap prick. Um, the start to many passions. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And I, I really enjoy, for somebody that's not, like, a self-proclaimed proclaimed fab guy i really enjoy doing fab work yeah which is weird because like that's not anything that i do in my shop like i don't take in fab work and if i do i send it to greece but i enjoy doing fab work on my own shit it definitely is 
I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat, right? I, to, to start from the beginning, I think I told this story some other time, but when I first got the Roadstar, back before I cut it in half and made my life difficult. Just swapping the tank, boys. Just changing the color of the tank. <laughs> Frank's cut in half. Um, before I did that, and before I knew anything about bikes, I had the Roadstar, and I kept having issues with it. There was a shop that I lived right across the street from uh, back when I was in Haverhill, and that shop helped me with one thing on the bike, which was great, and then the next time I brought it to him, it was getting crazy, crazy drag on the front rotor. Something was like cocked, and it was dragging so hard you couldn't, you could barely push it. And I brought it to them, and they told me that there was nothing wrong with it. And I'm like, you, if you think that there's nothing wrong with it, then you haven't looked at my bike yet. It's been a week. Just tell me what's wrong with the front brakes. And yeah. it's like, there's nothing wrong with the front brakes. No, we, we rode it around. It's all good. And I'm like, I know you haven't touched it. I know it for a fact. And so, so you're riding refused. that jockey shift foot clutch one? <laughs> yeah. So they, they refused to admit that they hadn't done anything. I come to pick it up because they were going to do the rear brakes. And they had done all the brakes. And doubled the price. And I was like, you fucking told me multiple times that nothing was wrong with the front brake. And then you didn't even call me. And now I got a a $600 bill. So I paid the bill, took the bike back. And I said, if I'm going to continue having a motorcycle, I'm never going to depend on pieces of shit like this ever again. So that was the motivation. So I should thank that shop in a way because... Realizing that people will fuck you when you don't know what you're doing was the motivation I needed to, to learn what the fuck I was doing. So from that day on, I started getting on the forums, making build threads, learning about how you do this, how you do that. And I learned that bike inside and out and was the best thing for me. As far, and, and that's really where everything else came from. The metal working. And similar to Loctite too. I wouldn't call myself a, a metal worker because I feel like that is more like tin knocker type thing where you're shaping metal yeah. and, and all that but as far as the welding it's it, it just came out of necessity you want to build a chop you need this little tab welded on you need a brake stay welded on you, and so many of these little things and i didn't want to be at the mercy of a shop for all of that stuff now there is a line obviously oh we got to restart we hit an hour <laughs> so if you guys don't know we're, we're doing this live on the fucking instagram feed but you can only get an hour at a time so while you're Pulling that back up, I'll finish this. So basically, the metalworking, like I said, it came out of, or the welding came out of necessity. Learned how to do it very crudely. The same way I see a lot of people writing into this show, which is I think is super inspiring to see it full circle. Where people will write in, they get a MIG welder, and they're just doing flux core in the beginning, and then they move to gas, and then they're laying much better beads, making much more clean looking parts. And then they get into TIG welding. I think of uh, Dustin of Sleep with this. He went from like a completely different job to then going to welding school, laying down some fantastic beads, and then becoming a full-time welder, which is like crazy to watch that progression. So shout out to you, homie. And that's exactly the same path. You know, took a night class, learned to weld, got a job in welding. And now I've been exposed to so many different kinds of environments and, and different types of welding at all the places that I've worked that it's become a, a pursuit now and I feel like I have something to, to chase so that's how we got started and we both still have a have quite a ways to go the passion for wrenching you already addressed that one it's kind of the same thing I don't think it really requires a separate a whole separate thing but yeah 
necessity, man. And being cheap. <laughs> you don't want to pay somebody insane money to do very simple things on your bike. <clears throat> you got Rhino next? Uh, Rhino Dick. He says, need clarification. How short do your cutoffs have to be to get on a low-life chopper island? Should just the left nut be peeking out a smidge, or should the whole hairy bag be visible? I will bring a ruler and scissors if people need to make alterations. So I would say you're safe with a solid eight inches above the knee. There you go. We will have a tape measure to check. Short shorts for the weekend, boys. <laughs> Measuring from the top of the knee, too. Yeah. Top of the knee. Don't try to cheat the system. Uh, eight inches might be high. Let's do six inches above the knee. <laughs> top of the knee here. Six inches would be like there. That's pretty. Yeah, that's money. That's right where yeah, it's got to be. Six inches from the top of your kneecap. Yeah, that's the rules. So uh, for everybody coming, just understand that's where it's at. Let's see. I'm going to have to pull up a separate web page for this. Hold on a minute. So, Thulfmeister. Thulfmeister. I don't know how you say it. I'm assuming he's Swedish because he says, What are your thoughts on Swedish-style choppers? Now, I have Google Images up with Swedish choppers and... You can tell me if I'm right or wrong on what I'm gathering from this, but I'm seeing super long, raked out front ends on bikes. It, it looks like the, the Swedes are not big on the rocket ship frame. Everything I'm seeing is super long, but the frame rails are perfectly parallel to the ground. So That's blasting off in the spaceship is, is not what you do in Sweden. It would seem. Did you message that dude from your personal account? Yeah. You want to hit him from the podcast one? Let's see. Let me hit him from the personal one or from the podcast one. Yeah, I just want to stay on top of this shit. Talk about Swedish style choppers in the meantime. Uh, I haven't seen one. Google it. Uh, let's see here. Um, give me one second. Let me get on my fucking game here. Swedish. Swedish meatball recipe. <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't mind it. I really like this style. This was the original style for the stepchild. Oh, this some with a little bit of uphill rake. I like it, man. I wouldn't say it's too different from what's going on here in the States. Except a lot, it looks like a lot of people run long bikes, like long, long fucking bikes. Yeah, I feel like if you don't have a, a raked out front end in Sweden, you just can't fucking play. But I mean, other than, the, and it looks like a lot of people run a wide bod front ends. With the narrow tires, yeah. yeah. It looks like a lot of people are doing like 20 plus over with wide glides, with like a, a small narrow tire up front. I like it. I mean... It's not too different from what we're doing stateside. Except you guys have a lot more long bikes than we do. Yeah, like, you, I can't find anything that isn't a long bike. Yeah, I don't, literally, I've seen one. There's a shovel head with a springer. That guy moved to Sweden. 
He's like not really Swedish, so he didn't build it right. Yeah, it looks like just a bunch of long bikes. I love it. I wish we had more long bike guys in the States, honestly. I'm not as about the long front ends without the rocket ship. I like a six with a rocket ship, personally. But, I mean, these definitely look the part. They look I really like the 20-plus overs. I think that looks cool as fuck. That's what I'm planning to do on that XS build. Yeah, so that's our thoughts on Swedish-style choppers. All right. System Neo-Dutch says, Why don't you employ motherfucking Jerry to read the kicks in the dick? Well... Jerry lives in Jersey, so it'd be a little tough for us to pull that off. But I'll tell you this, if Jerry wanted to record a segment that we add to our role for kicks in the dick, matter of fact, if you guys want to complete, if you all want to send in new snippets or leave them on our voicemail of kicks in the dick, and you want to update so you can hear your own voice as the intro to kicks in the dick, might be might be uh, willing to throw that compilation together. That'd be we, dope. We made that a long, long time ago. So, wait for what? If we if more people want to send in their kick in the dick audio clips, like I'll, our intro, I'll a, yeah, I'll cut a whole new intro with new people. Oh, we can't cut fucking doing things though. That's perfect. We don't have to cut. We could just add. Oh yeah, we should definitely add. I don't think we should cut it though, because the way it's set up now is fucking a prime. It's true. I will say. Chicken Rick definitely recorded in a weird voice. So if you want to redo that one, bud, <laughs> it'd be a lot clearer. And we could definitely uh, blowing, could that. Just so you guys know, blowing this dude's Instagram up right now. I'm going to start sending dick pics in 10 minutes. Guys, start messaging SeeingEye94. Blow him up. Make sure he's hearing this phone. It's seeing underscore I, E-Y-E, dot 94. What if we call this dude? Can we? You can call through Instagram, can't you? I can't do it on my computer, I don't think. Let me try it. Go, don't do it on our page, though. Because I think you'll fuck up the live feed. Go to your page and call them. Am I on my page? Oops. I almost called them from the other one. <laughs> Yikes. All right, let's try. He's going to be like, who is this Hawaiian shirt-wearing motherfucker trying to do a video call with me? You guys ready? It's ringing. This guy's probably at work, just like, what the fuck is going on with my phone? Why are so many people trying to get in touch with me? I hope so. I hope he's still at work, because if he is, there's a good chance that he's a different time zone, which means he's far away. Mm. It says contacting, but we haven't contacted. Didn't join. God damn it, Becker. <sighs> okay, saga continues. Next one. SJ Cooper 87 says, compared to the other questions, it's a little mild. But what's the proper tire pressure for a rigid scoop? I bent a rim after an incident with a poodle on a dead-end road, and I don't want to live through that again. I wonder if the poodle lived through it the first time. Next week, find out. Uh, I say proper pressure on a rigid scoop. On the excess, I always ran it at like It depends on how for a tire. Yeah, I had an 18 on that, so the tie, the sidewall wasn't huge. It was a pretty narrow tire, but I ran it at, tw I think, uh, 25 to 30. 
So I definitely didn't keep it like maxed out to 40 or anything like that. Um, and I never had any issues with it. But I also had springs under my seat. I want to say mine calls for 35, maybe. Something like that. But I run mine a little bit low. Uh, so I use the Avon on the rear because it's a big sidewall. Yep. And then run it a little bit lower than the recommended fucking air pressure. Which I don't recall off the top of my head. I think it's 35. Maybe 40. I don't fucking know. But uh, I run it like probably 10 pounds lighter. Probably like 30 PSI. Yep. And uh, it gives you like a little bit of bounce. So it definitely fucking helps. But yeah, that's a, that's a tough question to ask without knowing what fucking tires you have. And, and how did you... Are you saying that... Is this guy thinking that he... Oh, by the way, we're also talking about the rear. Yeah, that's what, I figured we were talking about the rear. But then he says, I bent a rim after an incident with a poodle. Which makes me feel like he bent his rim running over someone's dog. I don't know if I'm reading that right, but that's what it sounds like a lot. So, if that's the case, I'm not sure that there's anything, any particular tire pressure that you're going to be able to hit a dog, like an animal, and not have issues with it. So, yeah. So, we don't know. Next one. Rebel Scum says, how's it feel to have finally joined the Harley gang? Side note, I'm stoked to kick it with y'all up at Deadbeat. It's a big one. It feels fantastic. I was talking to Loctite about it um, because the first thing, after having not owned one for the longest time, when you buy one, your first reaction is, how does this compare to the Jap bikes that I've had? And I did want to, I don't think we threw this on the air because I had just, didn't I just buy it? Was it last week the car one? Uh, Yeah. Okay, so we didn't even... Yeah. Here's my thoughts on it. Comparing it to the Roadstar. And this is a soft tail 94 fat boy that we're talking about here. Compared to the Roadstar. Off the line, fat boy beats the shit out of the Roadstar. Even though it's a 1340 versus a 1600, the Harley's way faster off the line. Thing just pulls. And it pulls through all the gears. No flat spots. Roadstar... Definitely has flat spots. Suspension-wise, Roadstar's better by a mile. More, better handling. It, it throws itself around. For whatever reason, the center of gravity on that Roadstar is just perfectly balanced. So this one does not handle as well as the Roadstar. Um, vibrations, way more on the Harley. It's rigid-mounted, but so is the Roadstar. But for whatever reason, it shakes the fuck out of you at like certain RPMs. It's a Harley. Yeah. Not necessarily a bad thing. It definitely has more soul. I'll say that too. It feels like a, like a living, breathing machine. Whereas the Roadstar was so smooth, it almost felt like it just felt like uh, sometimes a little boring in that regard. Um, other things, they're pretty much the same bike. Honestly, the the Roadstar pretty much copied the Fat Boy minus the, the solid rims. Yeah, they look a lot alike. They're very, very similar bikes. So it is a good comparison. Uh, Roadstar floorboards, better location. For whatever reason, Harley decided to put the brake pedal for this bike right in the middle of the floorboard. So you can't get your whole foot on the floorboard. I don't understand what that's about. So hmm. if anybody else has a soft tail like that, I'm going to be making some fucking extended brake pedals. So if you're in need of one, hit me the fuck up because that's got to change immediately. Um, but yeah, if I could only keep one, the Roadstar or the Harley, and they were both stock, I would definitely keep the Harley. 
It's just a lot more fun for whatever reason. I don't know. It shakes more. It doesn't handle as well, but for whatever reason, you just love it more. I don't know why that is. Um, yeah, I think that's it for that one. Tyler J. Petrie writes in and says, Second question. I just noticed the Congregation and War Run 5 are both in North Carolina and two weeks apart. So the question has to be asked. Are y'all going to make the Southern Migration for both of them? Or, if only one, which one? So, this hurts my soul. Um, I've been saying I want to go to the War Run forever. And I'm actually talking to Chicken Rick about it now because I think he's going. But um, as of right now, if I had to pick one, it's going to be the congregation. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I would. I've been. I've been wanting to get to the congregation forever. For forever. forever. Yeah. So on the schedule right now is the congregation. As long as I can hear back from somebody, I've been. Uh, listen, if you guys know. If you guys talk to any of these dudes at Prism, let them know. I sent a motherfucking email trying to get set up with a booth so we can do an interview with the Prism guys and all that shit at the show. So, uh, or if you guys are listening, fucking hit me up. All right. I got to look up the date on this next one here. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to... So I'll read it because I already know the day. But yeah. Oh, what's the date? It's November... The beginning of November. I oh, think. shit. Okay. They got bumped up. Um, how the fuck do you say this guy's name? Sir Gary? Sir Gary himself. Sir Gary himself says, Are we going to party at Smoky Mountain Chopper Fest or not? Listen, I had all intention on going to the Smoky Mind Shopper Fest this year, and they moved it to November. I don't know if you've ever been in New England before, but it snows like a motherfucker in November. So I don't know how that's going to work out. We'll see. I'm not saying no, but I'm definitely not committing to it. Yeah, that's a, that's a tricky one. November has been all different ways up here. I have a bike that could get me out there finally, so maybe we could make that one happen. Or at least caravan out there for the show. You're going to ride out there in November? Depending on what the weather's like. We had a a 70... October 21st, I got married and we had a 72 degree day. Yeah, but we've also had blizzards in October. Right. It snowed on Halloween many of times. So it all depends. Yeah, it depends on what kind of year yeah. we're having. That's what I'm saying. I'm not ruling it out, but I'm definitely not committing to it. Yeah, we can't We can't guarantee it for sure. Uh, SJ Cooper says, best rap verse. This is such a hard question to answer. And he also said, he quotes a, a Boosie line that talks about 98. So off the top of my head, I would say Big L, 98 Freestyle was fucking fantastic. If you haven't heard it, go look it up and listen to that shit. We'll keep it in the 90s since it's too hard to say of all time off the top of my head here. Oh, my wife says it was a 75 degree day, not a 72 degree day. Oh, shit. My mistake. Oh, shit. We got the weather (laughs) forecast framed upstairs. 
I hope the kids aren't watching this live feed, babe. Very aggressive comments in here. <laughs> Let's see. Do you have one, by the way? Nah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. All right. <laughs> okay. Next one says, from Ironhead Lou, a.k.a. Scum City. Wait, is it Scum City? Yeah. Says, does Loctite's Chop Shop realize that he looks like a trashy version of Gene Wilder? <laughs> oh, my God. It's fucking good. Aggressive. Do you even have a chopper? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's see. Do you want to read this next one? What is it? Also from Ironhead Lou. Uh, Ironhead Lou writes back in and says, what was the deal with that guy Clint that Loctite Chop Shop hates? Um, I don't really know how to go further in depth than I already have. The dude's just a shitbag and he's a culture vulture. He is. That's and he it. fucked us on a bunch of shit. He fucked half the Northeast on shit. So I can't believe more people weren't yeah, so coming out and saying guy. how they got fucked by this kid. So fuck that guy. All right. Not cool Nate Bev. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm not going to read this one. It's <laughs> <This is> outrageous. <laughs> OG Coda says, when are you dudes going to come to Utah to party with the Riding Hoods? Now, this calls for a Google of Utah Riding Hoods. Is this? Nothing comes up on Google. All right. What I will say is, hold on a minute. Let's see what cool stuff is going on in Utah. I would say I would come to Utah as long as you hunt and you're going to take me hunting. Oh, Utah's got Zion National Park, Bryce Canyon National Park, and Arkies National Park. How do you have three national parks? How fucking big is Utah? This dude was active 45 minutes ago. Why is he ignoring us? Colorado, Wyoming, and Idaho, and Arizona, and Nevada to the west. Okay. It seems like a cool-ass place. I got to be honest. If I ever took a trip looking at these pictures, good God, Utah does look pretty fucking cool. Whiskey Eye says Utah is amazing, but that might be Rob talking. I don't know who the fuck's talking through this account anymore, but, oh, Utah has the Salt Flats. Speaking of places you could go to think about your life, the Salt Flats seems like another one of those places where you just stand there and look at the vast emptiness and think about how fast your motorcycle could go before it fucking explodes. Um, Whiskey Eye says it's me, but this could also still be Rob. I don't believe it. So, listen, is Born Again Choppers on here? He follows this dude. Does he know him? Hey, Born Again Choppers. Old Tugboat says Utah's been a goal for five years, so it seems like a lot of people are trying to party with the Riding Hoods out in motherfucking Utah. I will say, if we ever do get out that way, we will hit you up, because... If you know the best fucking places to go in Utah, you can take us there. Certainly about it. (laughs) 
Let's see. This isn't even really a question. Old Tugboat says, got a stock bike I can't sell. Should I just say fuck it and chop it? The answer is always yes. And what kind of bike is it? Why do people not like to give us details? Right? Don't hold out on the details, guys. Well, let's see. Dirt Wagon says, trying to start fucking around with posting my welds. Got any tips? I do. I'll keep it brief, but it depends. Obviously, it depends on the machine that you've got. But if you want to go with the settings that Miller defaults to, you're going to want to do 40% on time. And I believe they default to 25% background amps. So 40% on time, 25% background amps, and then you get to pick how many pulses per second you want. If you're trying to get that like stack of dimes look, I like two pulses a second. Um, if you're trying to just control heat input, like you're doing sheet metal, you could crank that all the way up to like 50 to 100 pulses per second. It's going to sound super fucking annoying, but it is a good way to not put too much heat in the part. Just remember that when you set pulse on a welder, you're going to put a lot less heat in there. So like if you're used to running something at 150 amps and then you set your, you put your pulser on, you might need 200 amps just to melt the thing because you're going on, off, on, off. So just something to keep in mind if you have specific questions on it or if you want to tell me what machine you have so we can figure it out from there, slide in the DMs and we will get you on your way. Whiskey Eye says Utah has a nice dry heat, and you know I'm a big fan of the dry heat, so that's fantastic. I'd go to Utah just for the dry heat. Are there buffalo? Really, the big thing is where are there buffalo? And then that's where we'll go. Oh, he says it was a sweaty, moist, awkward heat when I was there, says Uncle Charlie. Can't get any confirmation on what Utah's like. Yorkshire Chop is asking about the address to send a signed picture of his face. If you remember, we did a... I remember. <laughs> did a live feed, and uh, this is a masked man. So I'll go ahead and slide in the DMs with the address. Send that picture over with a, a personalized note to Greece, please, so that uh, we can frame it and put it up here in the shop. Sammy Kristoff says, I'm about to put 200 amps to this Becker guy. Serious, are you still hitting him up? Mm -hmm. I'm going to put a time on it. Honestly, at this point, if I don't hear from this guy by 8 o'clock, I'm about to throw this dude 100 bucks and say, enjoy. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know what to do. This is a tough one. All right, let's continue with these. Oh, yes, this was a great one. MRK underscore CHZ says, why does Loctite's dad always call during the broadcast? <laughs> this is a good question. Um, so th I know this isn't like a, a great answer, but the legitimate answer is my dad calls me every night. I talk to my dad every single night. <laughs> so it just happens that he calls while I'm at the podcast because he calls every fucking night. But it's funny to just blow it up on the podcast while he's calling. <laughs> Gotta love it. 
Oh, this is so true. He didn't put the name in the goddamn... Well, we did find his name. He didn't put his IG name in like we asked him. But we did find the name. So tricky. Because if he is out there and then he writes to what he wrote to us tomorrow and was like, I live in fucking California and this is going to make my summer. Then I'm like, God, I feel terrible not doing it. Yeah. But at the same time, we're announcing the winner tonight. One way or another, we're announcing the winner tonight. But I guess the people are going to hear it on Friday, except for the super dedicated people that are shitting all over the comments section right now. <laughs> the Low Life Chopper Boys are cat people. What the hell is that about? No, we're not. We both have dogs. This is outrageous. Rob the crazy gentleman finally got his own goddamn handle in here so they don't have to talk off of one. Yeah, big big time not cat person. My brothers have cats. They're just bitches. All right. Chop Zombie wants to know the Low Life YouTube channel. When's that going to start? This is a good question. Uh, the answer is it's still TBD at this point. Listen, if there's somebody out there that's got a good fucking camera setup that wants to... We can do it through the fucking laptop once we figure out how to. Laptop has the thing on it. You just set the laptop up and live feed every single episode. That's true. Could do it. It's not like we're gonna edit them, right? No one's trying to do that shit. So if that's the case, then maybe pretty fucking soon. Maybe as soon as Loctite gets unbanned from YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta make a low life chopper account then. Do we have that yet? No. All right. We can get on that. Brit Gets Buck wants to know, do I keep shocks or run rigid struts like a silly boy? This is the appropriate way to phrase this question. Do not run rigid struts. Um, so I have never ran rigid struts, but everybody I've ever talked to that has says that it rides worse than a motherfucking hardtail bike. Yeah, Hit up Chicken Rick. Yeah. He's ran rigid struts. He fucking hated them. And his rigid struts are underneath the bike, too. Yeah. Not even, like, the sporty-style ones. Yeah, don't Which I would have thought would have worked better because people always say that the rigid struts that are positioned like the shocks channel the force upward, and that's why it's bad. And then when Rick did it on a soft tail, I thought, okay, well, the, the frame is still right. the proper geometry, so you'd think it would work. I don't know. I don't know why his didn't work. Then I wonder, is it worse than any other hardtail if you're doing it like that? I'd love to ride... That bike with rigid struts to know for sure. Yeah, I would not ever do it. First of all, I think they look terrible. But on a soft tail, you wouldn't even see them. Is this dude saying he has a soft tail? No, he's not. Um, well, actually, it doesn't say. Thanks for the no fucking information, Brit gets buck. God. Also, is Brit a dude or a chick? It's hard to say. It's 2020 now. You never know. Also I wouldn't do it. know if uh, he or she should paint his or her tank seafoam green. <laughs> seafoam green's a big color around here. I know. Very big. We got a seafoam green clock. We got a seafoam green door. Fucking got it all. All right. We're going to skip over this one. Ooh, this is a good one. Steel City Blacksmithing, the maker of fine fucking tomahawks for your low-life giveaways, says, Loctite, would you build another 
he put it in quotations. I don't know if it's a subtle disrespect or not. It says, swing arm chopper sometime down the road. God. After- what does that mean? <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. That's fantastic. Would you build another swing arm chopper sometime down the road after white trash is done? He also put white trash in quotes, so maybe he's just maybe he just likes the quotes. After white trash is done. That's the first part of the question. We'll get to the second part after. Um, probably, I don't know. Probably not, to be honest. Um, swing on chopper, they're really not my fucking thing. And... If I wasn't a man of pride, then this would also not be my thing. It would have never happened. Uh, If you guys do not know the story, I had a handful of people calling me out saying I just hated swing arm choppers. That's why I didn't respect any swing arm choppers. Um, So I took that and said, fuck it. I will build a bike and show you what I consider a swing arm chopper. So that's what I did. Will I do it again? Probably not, because it's just not my deal. I like rigid bikes. I like the lines that rigid bikes have. That's it. True. It's tougher to work around, too. Those shocks are really in the way of some stuff. Fuck me on the exhaust design. Yeah, it makes it really fucking tricky. Uh, Let's see. And then he says, Grease is a Harley chopper in the future for you, since you want to keep the softy rideable for you and the wife. Also, congrats on 100 episodes. That's something to be fucking proud of. Thank you, man. We appreciate that. Um, as for the Harley, for right now, it ha- absolutely needs to be switched over. I got a, uh, a clutch cable, shortened clutch cable on order. I'm waiting on that to come in. Uh, it's going to be switched over to foot clutch jockey shift like the good Lord intended. And still debating. Front brake, no front brake. Not sure. It really is going to come down to whether or not I can find a master cylinder that doesn't look fucking disgusting. Um, they're just all huge and gross and look terrible. Um, with the exception of the one I have on my XS, but that's DOT 3 and 4. And the lines that I have on now and the master cylinder I have on now is all DOT 5. So I don't know if I can swap that, but we'll figure it out. As far as chopping it way down... I don't know. I guess when the Roadstar is done, if the wife rides with me on that or gets her own bike in somewhere in the meantime here, then all bets are off. Then then this bike might just end up getting thrown into a rigid frame. Um, so yeah, it's all going to depend on that. If she likes the ride on the hardtail, then we'll just fucking hardtail this one probably and go the whole hog with it and have a, what do you call that? Fucking reliable chop. Can't even say it. I'm so not used to that term. But, uh, yeah. Let's see. We've got Harleys and Headaches. Uncle Charlie says six minutes till Becca gets the boot. I just messaged him again. Let him know what the deal was. So, I don't know. The crazy thing is, is he was live. I mean, he was active at seven o'clock when we started the fucking live feed. Oh, I saw, I heard the buzz. I thought that was him. He was active at seven when we went live. And now dude will not answer his motherfucking messages. God. You're fucking up, bro. Killing me. I don't want to be the one to take it. Look, we only got very few of these left to read. So hopefully, 
this guy hits us back as soon as possible. Uh, Devival in the live feed says my 76 XLH was reliable, and that is a lie. <laughs> Just have never saw the bike. Don't know anything about the bike. It could have been. It could have been the last real Ironhead. <laughs> it is, yeah. 76 <laughs> is the last real Ironhead. Unless you own a 77, and then 77 is the last real <laughs> Ironhead. So, Harleys and Headaches says, is it, ba- is it a bad idea to ride a bagger to deadbeat, still building, building the chopper with no end in sight? So, deadbeat is a blast no matter what you're showing up on. I mean, Brandon brought a bagger last year, and I didn't hear anybody have so a problem Kristen. with that. Yeah, true. Well, hers Kristen was in the bagger. Did. Yeah, it was. Dude, it had a fucking American Eagle mural on the front of it. Oh, that's right. She took her dad's bike, <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Listen, it's not about... All right, so I don't want to say this and get a whole bunch of people showing up on baggers. Um, so this really started as like a Dyna Bro thing, I feel like. And Chopper Guys pretty much took it over. There's, yeah, still, there's a ton of Dyna Yeah, there. there's still Dyna Bro Island, but Chopper Island's where it's at. Um, I guess it doesn't really matter what you ride in on, but... It matters that as you die as, while you're there. It matters like if you're, if you just fit in with the crowd, you're gonna be fine. Nobody's gonna be like, "Oh, what did you ride?" In every conversation you have. Yeah, most of the time you're not even on the bike. Right, you're you're too fucked up to ride your bike, so it doesn't matter what you ride. But if you're a fucking chopper dude, and that's the only way to get there. Fucking send it, bud. Yeah, all for it, man. Don't just, forget the short shorts though. Yeah, short shorts, but get your ass to deadbeat. Doesn't matter what you show up on. Uh, Rob Angry says, I bought a used Screaming Eagle exhaust for my Sportster. The can is gigantic and heavy. I'm going to cut it down and gut it. My question is, could I clean off the chrome and weld, and then in quotations, I have a MIG, a bracket onto it at that spot? Yeah. Yep. 100%. <laughs> you now can clean with, any piece of metal and weld it. <laughs> with MIG, you probably just like clean that chrome right off and just fucking... Weld right over the chrome. Fucking send it. Buddy. I was going to say, with, with TIG, I think you... Well, I mean, with Astro Man's Invader, that thing was chromed. And I hit it with a wire wheel to take some of the... Just the grime and shit off of it. But I went right over the wire wheel. Laid a nice fucking beat, too. And it came out great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that chromium It had just, that, like, coloring in it and yeah, shit. Yeah, it gets all the rainbow colors. It looks fantastic. Yeah, um, it's definitely doable, for Rob, sure. if you're... Uh, I don't know where this guy is. If you're anywhere near New Hampshire, just bring it over here. Fucking weld that not without a problem, but I think you could just mig right over it probably. Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to. Let's see. It's twenty. Born again choppers says it's twenty twenty one. It's twenty twenty one. I'll get it eventually. It's twenty twenty one. The aliens are here and they brought zombies and terminators. Choose your vehicle and weapon. And are you sleeping in a hammock or a tent? This is a good question. Mm. So, being that they brought Terminators, it's only right that the vehicle should be a motherfucking fat boy so you can roll (laughs) on that bitch like the Terminator with a double-barreled shotgun and shoot that motherfucker in the face. That's the only way to handle the Terminators that are coming after you. So, Arnie Arnie had it right. That's Um, definitely the move. I'm taking the uh, Walker, Texas Ranger fucking... Dodge Ram. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, mounting a fucking turret gun up on the goddamn light bar. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Let's see. 
And of course, you're sleeping in a hammock because you want to be comfortable after yeah. a full day of battle. You're not trying to lay on the ground like a peasant. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Oh, this is a good point. Rags rejected says, whatever happened to at Loctite's Ice Coffee? Pretty sure the ice has melted since the last post. It actually doesn't. There's actually a uh, Loctite here. This that, is from a week ago. That's not mine. You're the only one that drinks this. I think that's from two weeks ago. This is two weeks ago. <laughs> Still here. Still cold. Now, the basement it keeps it pretty cool, but uh, he's getting back to it. He's going to finish that it's in a minute. got cheese in the bottom of it. Yeah, that's a little... Uh, <laughs> That's a little concerning to look at. <laughs> my iced coffee page was on my live feed earlier. Was it? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, that one somehow disappeared. Okay. Um, Jiffy Nichols. Says, whatever happened to CP? Are you guys all cool still? He's still listening. He's still listed on your Bean Pod info. Okay. I'm going to get through the rest of this in a minute, but before we do, I don't know what Bean Pod is, but whatever, you need to get yourself a real podcast app. <laughs> whatever this, this cut rate diet Bean Pod business is, <laughs> this is not where you need to be listening to your podcast. You need to go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Himalaya. But BeanPod, I don't know what this is. This sounds like the Fisher Price of podcasts. So it says, are you guys cool still? He's still listed on your BeanPod. It hurts every time I say it. I only ask because I, too, am building a savage. So for the record, we we update everything through Anchor. And we changed the BeanPod info on Anchor. <laughs> Like literally a year ago. I don't yeah. know why it doesn't push well, that out. Over a year ago. For whatever reason, it doesn't update. People have written to us. This isn't the first time we've heard this. And there's just nothing they can do. I guess when you know, who, know who's going to be on the podcast for life when you start your podcast is my best advice to you. Because yeah. if you want to change it later, you can't. Um, yeah, at this point, we are cordial. But there's really not a lot of interaction. I don't even know what that means. decided to go our separate ways. What is cordial? It means we're not uh, going out of our way to reach out to each other and uh, talk shit. I'll just say fuck him. I'll be blunt Fair about enough. it. <laughs> here's what. Here's the fucking deal. Is when I'm homeless with somebody, off the rip, I give you like everything. You know what I mean? Like you're my homie right. to the fullest extent. If you fuck me over, there's no second chances with me. And I know it's a fucked up thing. But that's just how it works. If you fuck me over that seat, you're fucking dead to me. I don't care about you. I don't care what you're doing. And that's where I stand with CP. I don't care what he's doing. I'm not mad at him. I'm not... I don't give a fuck what he's doing. I don't just don't care about the dude. He's dead to me. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. We, we basically... We don't have anything to reach out to each other about anymore. Oh, Bing! We get a motherfucking text message coming in. Is that CP? <laughs> he's like, bro. <laughs> bro, I heard it on the live feed. Are you cringe? Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> okay, next one. We got Uncle Charlie says, if you could do it with no legal consequence, would you rather murder your worst enemy or put a minigun on your chopper 
and shoot whenever you want. But you can't shoot your worst enemy with your chopper gun. I mean, you could do that in New Hampshire now. Yeah, pretty much. Welcome to the land of the free. I would just kill my worst enemy and just get it over with. Well, here's the deal. I'd put the minigun on the chopper because it said you can't shoot your worst enemy with your chopper gun. But I got plenty of other guns. Yeah, but you still have I the beat the question. You have the consequences, though. No. There's no he says with no consequences. Oh, I see. So the no legal consequences is just, yeah. Man, I don't have that many worse enemies. I feel like I just want the minigun. <laughs> I just want it. <laughs> Let's see. We've got... Sammy Kristoff wants to know, will you do a Spotify playlist of all the songs you guys play at the end of your episodes? And the answer to that is no. The reason <laughs> is because... You'd have to go back and listen to every episode. <laughs> that, which would be a hundred different episodes to go back and listen to. And two is I'm pretty sure that when you play songs on your podcast, those people could technically complain about it if they wanted to. So I'm not trying to put together a list of a hundred crimes and then broadcast it on the internet so all of these people could be like, oh, yep, there's my name. I get royalties too. So I don't think we're going to do that. But I'm pretty sure Sammy Kristoff is going to be played at the end of one of our upcoming episodes. Motherfucker hit us up because his band makes some dope music. Oh, shit. So look out for that. I don't know if it's going to be this one. I don't know if we already have a song picked. We got a song. Okay. So it's not going to be this one. Tune in next week to hear Sammy Kristoff's band on the motherfucking podcast. Okay. Last question. This one comes to us from Roadkill420. Do you want to read this one? Uh, he says, is it worth putting a hardtail on my 01 Dyna Lowrider or just look for something else to chop up? Okay, question. What the fuck is the... Th there are too many models... Okay, I don't know what the of everything. I don't know what the low rider is. Like I know there's narrow glides, there's Dyna narrow glides. Also, didn't realize everybody hated hates Dyna wide glides. Everybody hates wide glides. Did you know this? This is like people a, don't like wide glides except you. Well, the, okay. So is <laughs> is the soft tail a wide glide? Yours has a wide glide on it. It has a wide glide on it, but then the Dyna wide glide doesn't have fork shrouds and it's just wide, but not wide with fork shrouds. I don't know if they call that two different things. I have no idea. Oof, there's this is what I mean. There's too many. So here's what models. I would say is let me look up. Hang on, I'm gonna pull up if, a picture of a Dyna Lowrider. If you were going to build a chopper, I would not hardtail a Dyna. I would just buy a Paco frame and throw that motor into the Paco frame. I think you're gonna have better lines. Um, I'm not sure what the fucking backbone of a Dyna looks like these days. I don't know if it's still that square, stocky fucking. Gross backbone, but if it was... It is. Okay, so it's disgusting. Uh, sorry. I know this is your bike and you love it. <laughs> okay, I came in a little hot there, but if anybody else was looking at these pictures of these frames, I think you'd agree with me. It looks pretty bad. At the top, it's a piece of square stock that... Yeah, that's It looks exactly... like they pulled it off of a fucking bridge support. Yeah, that's what I figured. Just, it's just wow. like the FXRs and all that shit. Oh so, my god, yeah. That's with that lot. knowledge, I would 100% order a Paco frame... And throw your motor and trans into the Paco frame. It's going to look better. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's just all around going to be easier for you. 100%. Don't, don't bother going. I didn't realize it was this huge. 
That would be really fucking hard to work with. Agreed. Um, and that's if they make, because I think somebody else hit me up about a Dyna about doing a hardtail for them. And I did not realize that the hardtail kits are hard to come by. And uh, Voodoo, I don't think Voodoo makes one for it. So, yeah, hardtail frame is absolutely the way to go on that. Do not fuck around with that thing. Perfect. Close out of that and close out of this Dyna Wide Glide, so I've got to look at it anymore. Fuck. Still no word. Nothing. I can't. And the thing that sucks is that we weren't following him on the Low Life Shop podcast page. So, like, I can't look at any of his info or anything. I mean, I can see his info on my page, and there's just no info there. I think people are loving the idea of doing this on the live feed, though. This comment section is blowing the fuck up. Is it? Yeah. All people talking to each other, but... All right, listen. We need a winner. A known winner. The question is, what if we do the drawing again, and it's the same shit? another person that we can't get a hold of and we can't find their location then we're fucked yeah then we shouldn't have moved on at all yikes this is a fucking tough spot to be in that it is listen guys when we tell you we're doing the drawing you gotta tune the fuck in for the drawing I went live three times four times including on my personal page Made multiple posts, multiple stories. Yeah, Whiskey Eye has a great point. Next time, they must be present to win. 100%. That definitely would make it a lot easier. Iron Head Lucis, just give it to me. It could be so easy. Alrighty. What are you thinking? thinking we throw this guy 100 bucks and try the next one the people are jonesing but I know the people are jonesing and that's great if uh, it's one of the 20 people that are in here right now but there's over 100 people in this drawing and if we do a redraw and it's the same situation then we're fucked then there's no reason why we skipped over him What to do. What to do, indeed. This is a tough situation. Let's uh, let's take a quick pause, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back live. Here's the deal, guys. Like Loctite just said, off the air, we're picking another winner. If we hear from Becker with a fantastic story about how he totally space or miss this for some very extenuating circumstance we'll still fly him out but for the time being we can't keep the low lives waiting any fucking longer we got to draw another winner so let's do this thing the next winner of the low life fly your ass across the country podcast is number 22 that's gonna be a local person i can already tell 22 is Trey Kashinsky. 
Who's that? This guy is one of the guys that... Uh, Kaczynski? He must be Russian. You, you said this last time. It's definitely Polish, I think. But either way, Trey Kaczynski, I know he's not local. He hit me up about the uh, pipe welding. He's a pipe welder. Oh, fuck him. Pick it out a name. <laughs> Pull up so, his Instagram. Let's see what this fucking guy's doing. Let's get this guy on the fucking horn here. I'm going to fucking ax someone to death with this fucking thing. Hang on a minute. I think I have this guy's actual number. Let me see here. I do. I'm going to call this man right now. Well, I want to see what he rides. Does he have a chopper? <laughs> Let's pull the page up. If he doesn't have a chopper, I'm going to break every computer in the studio. Doing things and saying, fuck yeah, woo, congrats. Well, goddamn. Well, here's a, here's a picture of him fucking getting it, but no pictures. This guy has like five Instagram pictures. All right. Let's call the man. You want to call him live? Oh, yeah. He's working on a sporty chop. Oh, so he's a chopper guy. All right, All right. He's a chopper guy. This is good. This is good news. Oh, there you go. Ironhead. He is a chopper guy. Confirmed. Chopper Confirmed. guy. We're calling him. All right. Corpus Christi, Texas. Definitely. Oh, Steel said he says, definitely a chopper, bro. Definitely a chopper, dude. I sold him a sissy bar. And supporting the homies? We're calling this man right now. Are we recording? We are recording. We'll put it over here. Oh, I'm just like giving his number to everybody. Hey man, what's up? Trey, do you have a second? Yeah. You are the winner of the motherfucking low life chopper fly across the country giveaway. Congratulations, homie. Yes, sir. We just picked it on the fucking live feed. We're on the live feed right now, and you are fucking in, man. We will buy your plane ticket to Deadbeat, cover your expenses. You're going to party with us at the fucking Unicorn Ranch. Hopefully, you can swing this trip, because I know this is uh, coming right up, but congratulations, dude. Well, fuck yeah, man. Thank you. That's, that's fucking badass. Where is he coming from? Where are you coming from? Well, I'm, uh, I live in South Texas, but I'm up in Illinois right now working. Oh, shit. Pipelining? Uh, no, it's a little, uh, old refinery shut down. Oh, shit. So nice, can you make nice. this happen? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah. Yes, we got a fucking winner, man. Life just died. <laughs> oh, the life he dies at the worst time. Dude, we are <laughs> fucking stoked. It was awesome that it was somebody that we knew, and I see you got the, uh, we're stoked it was also a chopper guy, because there's a chance it could just been somebody who wasn't into choppers well, at all. I just want to make this clear, when he says we know him, we don't actually like know him, know him. Yeah, we've never met. We, we know just... everybody from the podcast. <laughs> I just want to make that clear so people don't think we're rigging shit. <laughs> well, shit, we shouldn't meet, so. That's right. You meet us. You're going to meet Cam from fucking Australia is going to be flying in as well. So it's going to be a wild time. So we'll we'll link up with you in uh, the coming days to figure out when you when you can fly in. And if you want to come in a couple days before, that's fine too. Just let us know. We'll, we'll figure out what works. All right, man. 10-4 sounds good. Yeah, so I just want to – so my plan was, was to – what I'm doing with Cam is I'm going to fly him in for Wednesday – afternoon because i'm sure you're gonna be fucking jet lagged but i don't know if you're gonna be coming from texas or not and then um thursday we'll do the pre-party at the unicorn ranch leave for deadbeat friday saturday 
Sunday and then get you back to an airport for Monday. But we can do Thursday and Monday if that's better for you. Whatever you want to do, just let us know. All right, yeah, I'll just have to look at my schedule and see get everything figured out and whatnot. Cool. Perfect. Yeah, let us know the sooner the better. That way we can book the ticket ASAP. Yeah, I hear you. All right. Awesome. Hey, congratulations again, brother. Super fucking stoked for you. Thank you, man. I'm excited, too. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, we'll let, we'll let you get back to what you're doing, but I uh, just wanted to call you and let you know the good news. All right. Hell yeah. Thank you, man. I'm about to go drink some beer, so. Hey, oh, there you go. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. I'll take it easy. Bye. Fuckers. I didn't shut it off. We only get one hour. And then Instagram kicked us off. So, uh, how long do you think till uh, Seeing Eye writes back and says oh, he lives far away? And yeah, he'll hit us up immediately, probably. Can't wait for the trip. Um, so, who just won? Trey Kashinsky. Trey Kashinsky, definitely Russian. Um, <laughs> lives out in Texas. He has a southern accent. Not only did he buy a sissy bar from Steel City Blacksmithing, he also fucking answered his goddamn phone when we called him. Also, he is the one that uh, hit me up with all the info for welding on pipe flanges back when I was at my last job. Fucking hell of a welder and good dude. Actually called me, talked to me on the phone, walked me through the whole fucking technique. So I've talked to the dude before. Good dude, willing to help out, supports local homies that are making shit in the chop community. There's, There's no better person you could ask for. So we are flying him out. We, uh... Confirmed, he is ready for the motherfucking trip, and uh, now we just have to wait and hear from fucking the other guy who decided not to answer his phone. God, yeah, killing us, killing so, us. Make sure you guys stay tuned. I'm gonna say now, this is not the last deadbeat retreat. Um. Stop with the chair. Style giveaway. (laughs) There will be more to come. So, make sure you keep paying the fuck attention. More people are coming to motherfucking deadbeat retreat. (laughs) Beautiful. Can you stop swiveling that goddamn chair? It's so loud on the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. All right, so before we get too much further into anything else, let's just take a quick minute to shout out the people that make it possible for us to do badass giveaways like this one. We got motherfucking B3, a.k.a. Babes, Bikes, and Beards, the go-to people. If you're riding around in the Chelsea, Massachusetts area, head on over to Babes, Bikes, Beards on Instagram. Give them a follow. Join their Slack team. Like we mentioned, Whiskey Eye is one half of B3 along with Chris Pizzo. And Whiskey Eye and Rob will be coming on in a couple weeks to talk about their US tour across the United States. Next up, we got Lowbrow Customs, everything you need for the road ahead since 2004. These dudes have literally anything you could need for your chop. You need hardtail kits, exhaust kits, gaskets, carburetors, literally everything. Head on over to lowbrowcustoms.com. Go back in our archives. Listen to Milwaukee Murderer with Tyler of Lowbrow Customs if you want to hear the man behind the business. Next up, we got Deadbeat Retreat. Listen, this whole giveaway was built around the Deadbeat Retreat, the number one chopper party in the Northeast. Get to that shit this year. 
As you know, we're going to be flying Cam from Hypnic Jerk to come party with us. We're going to be flying Trey Kashinsky out of Corpus Christi, or however the fuck you say it, Texas, to party with us as well. Psyched to meet both of those guys. We're going to have a blast. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, deadbeatcustoms.com or deadbeatcustoms on Instagram if you want to follow and see what's going on with Steve and Deadbeat. Next up, we got Hypnic Jerk Customs. You already know Cam. You see him on every live feed. You see him on pretty much everything we do in some way, shape, or form. He's making some of the dopest tail lights, points covers, headlights, and custom work that you could dream up. So if you want to get yourself some of that good stuff, he's going to be coming to the States. So actually, this is a great... I didn't even think about this before, but... I'm going to tell that man to load up with a bunch of fucking taillights, a bunch of points covers, headlights, everything. If you want to buy direct from the man himself and let the jerk put it in your hand, then you've got to come to Deadbeat Retreat so you can get that fucking in-person experience. Next up, we've got Ferro Fabrication taking all custom <coughs> TIG welding projects. Uh, if you've got something that's in need of welding, you've got a hardtail you need installed been doing a bunch of those lately if you need gas tanks welded fenders frames of any kind hit me up ferrofabrication.com or ferrofabrication on instagram and let me know what you need and we'll get it done and then last but not least we've got loctite's chop shop conveniently located at the motherfucking unicorn ranch make sure you check out the youtube channel unicorn ranch um, I will get that shit fucking figured out eventually. <laughs> um, we do a little bit of everything. Full bike builds, um, maintenance, winter storage. Whatever the fuck you need, hit us up and we'll make it happen. Awesome. I don't, do we, do My we phone's have? being a giant piece of shit. Uh, build update. The... Greasy Dozen Bike is almost 100% complete. Um, got a couple things left to do. I got to reassemble the clutch. Um, I had to wait for the alternator cover to come in. That just came in. So now I can finally put the BDL belt drive all together. Um, got the tank back. Fucking Maddie, aka Fosmobile, absolutely killed it. Oh, yeah. The paint on this bike is fucking bananas. Um, and what else do I got left? Um, I got to shim up the rear wheel and wire the bike. And that's it. The fucking thing's done. So you guys will be seeing that soon. I would say probably within the next two weeks. And that puts Chopper Fisher on a hard deadline, which I hate to do it to him. But the people are motherfucking waiting. They are. Ew. And the stepchild should be running by the fucking weekend. I'm hoping. Uh, switch from a Super E... Car, because there's just too much for that bike. It's only an 883. Um, and went back to a stock CV carburetor. And uh, so I got to get the carb on and then change out my uh, rear brake cylinder. Well, master cylinder, because I only have a rear brake. So I need that one to work very good. Yep. And right now it does not work. And then hopefully if I can get that done, I am riding up to Deep Six Cycles up in Maine this weekend. With Fat Man, maybe Grease if he's around. I have no idea. And hand-delivering our shop shirts because he won that giveaway that motherfucking Jerry did. And uh, I'm also getting a set of pegs for the Greasy Dozen build. So, that's what I got. Damn. Good shit coming. 
We already kind of touched on uh, what I got planned as far as the the new bike, Roadstar, has sat dormant for a little bit, as it is often done. But uh, yeah, right now, just fucking putting the miles in. Oh, Camping I think Rob said he has a wheel for you. Yeah, so the 21, so here was the deal too, is if I uh, throw the 21 on there, most people hit me up, which I appreciate everybody who hit me up on it. Most of the 21s are the like the two-inch varieties, and I'm trying to stick with something that's wider. Ugh, don't do that. Because the fork shrouds, when you got beefy fork shrouds, it yeah, just looks silly to that's put true. a small tire. So, like I said, I appreciate everybody hit me up with the spoolies and all the fun shit like that. It's just not going to be the right look for this bike. And then also, I was realizing that uh, I'm pretty sure if I change from a 16 to a 21, I have a front drive Speedo. Doesn't that fuck that up? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's kind of a bummer. So, you don't need a Speedo. Yeah, I haven't had a Speedo for a long time. And what happened It's like, huh, it's... Uh, now I know how fast it goes. It wasn't a problem with the chop because the chop didn't go very fast. I knew I wasn't speeding. But with this one, it's like, oh, yeah. it. Uh, you see that cop sitting in the middle of the highway and you're like, oh, fuck. Where the fuck am I on this on this, uh, on the speeds right now? So I've been enjoying having it, but we'll see. It might not fuck it up either. Somebody, I think Barton's Wrench was saying it might be driven off the center hub and not necessarily matter. I oh, yeah, it's probably, that. that's probably what it is. It probably rides like a bearing right on the front axle. Right, you would think, yeah. Yeah, assuming that they're all the same. So who knows? Maybe we can make it work. But um, Barton's Wrench has a, has a fucking mint one, and I want to go check out his shop anyway um, up in Enfield, New Hampshire. So I might swing over there, take a look at that one, and if it works, bring it home. So that's the deal on that. I'm just fucking stoked. We've got, we got camping. This weekend. Oh, this weekend you're going. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is Fat Man going with you? Because I thought he was coming camping. We'll find out. Father's Day is this weekend? Yep. Oh, wow. I did not know that. This weekend. When is it? The, uh... Sunday? I think it's Sunday, yeah. So we got a fucking action-packed weekend. Also, if anybody's got advice or tips, I'm bringing the fucking dog with me for the first time. Shit show. Anybody take dogs camping before? Slide in the DMs and let me know how that fucking works. Because that's going to be a fucking interesting experience. But uh, going with the wife, bunch of other of the homies up to uh, somewhere in New Hampshire. So camping weekend ahead and riding ahead. A lot of riding. Dirty Builds guys are riding up. We're going to ride up from here. I think it's like an hour north of here. So. Oh, Dirty Builds guys are going too? Yep. Wow. Dirty Builds are coming. Dirty Builds' wives are coming. So all the girls can hang out. And uh, it'll be, be a good weekend. Nice. Hopefully. Everybody, a bunch of people. Chopper Fisher's bringing his dogs. Oh, uh, fuck. Fucking some other chick that's in the group who I've never met is bringing her dog. I'm bringing Bandit. So he's going to be a wow. fucking maniac. going to be a shit show. Yeah, it is. That's a lot of dogs. Yep. Wow. We all have different campsites, but they're all next to each other. So it's like... We might be able to spread it out. I don't know how it's going to work yet, but expect a shit show. I guess that's the best way to put it. I think that's all we got. We're at about uh, two and a half hours. Yeah, two and a half hours here, so we did good. Nice. Fucking crushing it. That's a good episode. Uh, are we closing it out then? I think we're ready to close this one out. All right. So to close this one out, I will say, 
We're stoked to be celebrating 100 episodes in the books. Now it's time to get on the bikes and hit the woods. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Loctite, what do you got for these people? Take them out of episode 100 of the Low Life Chopper podcast. It's Friday, motherfuckers. We gave a trip away. Just remember, at Deadbeat Retreat, finger jam before night-night to keep the hangovers at bay. <laughs>